Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Matthew and Muted. It's been a while since I've done a podcast actually, probably a good few months now. Uh, I was away in America in April and May and when I was away I always had that plan that when I got back I would just go 100% and start doing everything. But when I got home I was kind of focused on clients and that kind of area as a work and the podcast did get pushed to the side slightly. So what I'm going to try and do now is get back into my routine with doing them and start getting my guests back on as well. Now, just before I get into the, the main structure of the podcast today, I want to actually talk about my holiday um, just a little bit. I won't go into it too much, but I had the best time ever. Um, it was something that me and Kaylee needed really, you know, we were just so kind of crazy work that we needed that break. And over the course of my kind of seven years as a PT, I've never really taken much more than like five days or a week off. Even at Christmas, I'm always still working and trying to get planned for January and stuff. So this was well needed. And we got to go to Vegas, we got to go to San Francisco, and we got to actually properly just unwind and be away from, from work. And that wasn't like one of those holidays we were lying down, we were just constantly doing stuff. And every day we were kind of trying new things and really just trying to make the most of being there. So maybe I'll make a whole podcast about the holiday because I can honestly talk about it forever because it was like the time of my life. I had such an amazing experience in America. Um, so what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast today is how to actually structure your workout. Now, a lot of people struggle with routine in the gym. They go in and they're always a bit confused. They're always a bit like, how can I actually get the best out of my workout today? Or how can I structure my workout today? And what I want to talk about is how simple it can actually be to follow a workout in the gym. The common problem nowadays, I think, is people overcomplicate. There's so many different kind of types of information going out there on the internet that people get very confused and they're very kind of unaware of how they should actually go ahead with their workout plan. I'll give an example. There's different types of splits in workouts. Like they can do like arms, legs, chest, shoulders, and they and they're unsure as to how they should actually go ahead and plan it for their for their goals, what they, for what they want to achieve. So what I want to do today is go through a simple structure of what your general workout routine should look like and how you can get the best out of it. So the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to start with a warm-up and I'm going to go through the main part of the workout as well and then finish on what you should actually do at the end of your workouts. Now, this is obviously my own opinion. This is what I usually do with my clients. Um, and don't just listen to this and assume it's going to be perfect for you because everyone's totally different. And that's one of the problems with the fitness industry nowadays is I think people forget that, that we've all got different types of bodies. We all work at different levels and we're never going to be exactly the same. So I'm going to start on mobility. Now, in my opinion, mobility is something that everyone should consider doing at the start of the workout. They should at least consider it anyway. So when I'm talking about mobility with my clients, I'm looking to get them ready for the exercises they're going to do. So let's say they were going to go in and deadlift them. If they just simply go in and start putting in their warm-up sets and then going into their working sets, they are not fully ready for that workout, Okay. Let's look at the lower back, for example. Everyone's usually got a bit of tightness there or some kind of like weakness in the lower back. So if you go into a deadlift and you're just not prepared for it, you've not mobilized that muscle group, in my opinion, it can go really wrong and you can injure yourself or you're more likely to injure yourself. So most people get confused when they go in and warm up at the start of their workout. They often think that they should be doing stretches like static stretches. And I see it a lot, especially with runners. They go in, 
they hold the stretch for too long and then they basically go out and they do their run. What they should actually do is dynamic stretching, so movement-based stretching. Get their body prepared, start to warm the muscles up gradually, and then they're going to go into the workout much more ready and willing for the workout. So give you one example of this. Let's say we're going to do a back squat. So one of the hardest lifters in the gym. If you're just going to go in and just expect to start lifting heavy and not warm up, you're going to have some difficulty. Whereas if you go in and you actually warm your hip flexors up, you get your hamstrings warmed up, you start to prepare by actually going into a low squat and holding it and starting to stretch out the right muscles, you will not only feel better when you do it, but you'll lift heavier. You'll feel ready for it and you'll actually not be as like uncomfortable doing the exercise. So when you go in and do any exercise, make sure your warm-up is relevant for that workout, okay? Now, the same thing goes for cardio when you're warming up. So let's say you want to do a pulse raiser. Very similar. You're not going in there for that pulse raiser, raiser to be the main part of your workout. You're going in there to get your heart rate up a little bit, get your mental and your physical body ready for it, okay? So let's look at, say, a cross trainer, for example. It's a really good piece of kit to get the body moving, really simple to use. That could be a way that you get your, your pulse up before your workout. Again, make it relevant to the type of workout you're going to go in and do, okay? So that's a really simple way to warm up. Let's say you did about five minutes of your mobility and five minutes of your pulse raiser, really short and sweet, but you made it good quality training there and you made it good effective technique. You'd go into your workout a lot more ready for it. Now let's look at the main part of the workout. This is where most people go wrong. So in terms of the main part of the workout, let's start with the compound lifts. If you're not doing compound lifts, in my opinion, the workout's never going to be as effective as it could be. Now a compound lift is anything like a deadlift, a back squat, a bench press, something that's working a lot of different muscle groups at the same time. Now, if you go in and spend far too much time on fixed weight machines and isolation machines, or just basically go in and just train the same muscle group over and over, like let's say you go in and do leg exercises back to back, back to back, and you're not really thinking about why you're doing it, it's just not going to benefit you. Whereas if you go in and you execute your main compound lift with quality technique and proper execution, you're going to have incredible results, strength-based in terms of body composition, lots of different things are going to improve quickly. So make sure, and again, in my opinion, make sure you're including some kind of compound lift in your main part of your workout. Now, the next thing that's really important is considering when you're doing any kind of upper body or any kind of routine, push-pull is relevant. So let's give you an example of that. Push could be a shoulder press or a chest press, and pull could be a lat pull-down um, or a roll. And the reason this is important is if you overtrain, let's say, your push muscles, there's more likelihood you're going to get injured. You hear it a lot, like a lot of people in the gym, especially men actually with upper body workouts, they overtrain their shoulders, their deltoids, and then they injure themselves. So make sure you're actually applying the push-pull principle and keeping that really basic. Let's say, for example, you did two push exercises and two pull in your main workout, you're going to have a much better time. Now, regarding lower body exercises, this is a tough one as well because you get some people who say like leg day. And again, people listening to this podcast might think I'm wrong. But I don't think leg days specifically 
should be a thing. I don't think you should have to go into the gym and do like six lower body exercises. I think if you're doing it right, there's nothing wrong with prioritizing legs one day and making that the main part of your workout. But I don't think you need to do as many as six exercises. You know, I think it should be one, two or three really quality workout exercises on the legs and then you're done because this is, might just be me, but when I finish a back squat session, I'm not in the mood to do like five other exercises for my legs. I think it's much better for most people listening to this are beginners or someone who's new to workouts. So, so I think it's much better for you to prioritize your main lower body exercise. And then maybe after that, do some kind of fixed weight lower body exercise or alternate it between like quads and hamstrings. Don't do like three quad exercises in a row and expect that the third one's going to feel as good as the first one. So I hope that makes sense. Basically, when you're training your lower body, don't feel the need to like do too many exercises and keep it in a way that works for you. Okay. Now, regarding a few other things with workouts, let's look at isolation exercises. So there are things like bicep curls or tricep pushdowns. They should be done near the end of your workout in most um, circumstances, unless you're somebody who is really prioritizing those muscle groups and you want to get the best out of them. It's okay to do them a bit earlier. But yeah, just keep it really simple. Write down the goal you want to achieve and try and make that your priority. So if you do want to build your legs, make sure they're at the start of your workouts quite frequently and you're achieving it in a way that is actually realistic. So not doing six, seven exercises. Now, the next part I want to talk about is what type of workout you should do in terms of whether it should be fixed weight machines, free weight machines, uh, free weights, or if it should be more cosmetics. Now, it depends on what... So if you're listening to this and it suddenly cuts out and then starts here, it's because Anchor basically just decided to stop filming. And I was talking for like 10 minutes with no filming actually happening. So as I was saying, it depends on what type of level you are. So let's say you are somebody who's completely new to the gym. You're already terrified to go in there. It might be a better idea for you to go in and stick to the, the easier exercises. So things like the fixed weight machines could be really beneficial for you on the first few months. So now, gradually, you can start to think about adding in more free weights and more kind of bodyweight training. And as you feel more confident, your workout will just start to kind of almost structure itself. You'll know what ones you like the most and you'll start to have more fun with it. So the reason I love free weights is I think clients really start to learn how to move their body that way. So let's take an example of something like a push-up or a pull-up. The client will start to actually understand how to move their body and activate the right muscles from doing those exercises. And they will actually carry over to other exercises like deadlift, like bench press. They'll start to get more used to working them. So once you move on from those fixed weight machines, start thinking about body weight training and gradually increasing the amount of free weights you do. And that, in my opinion, is the perfect structure to any type of workout. Just build up gradually and start to do the ones that you like the most. My favorite exercise by far is a barbell bench press. I get such a, an amazing burn from it and I feel strong in it too. So, you know, I always try and make sure I add that into my weekend. And the next thing I want to talk about is how many exercises you should actually do in your workout. And this, this is a one that is, is difficult for each person. Most people go in and do far too many. They do like five sets on one thing, then three in the next, and they just keep going, keep going. And they're in the gym for so long, they get sick of it. So I'd say if you're a beginner, you shouldn't be doing much more than five or six exercises. There's, there's no way your body should be able to handle that. If you're completely new to weights, 
five or six should be plenty. Um, and if you're going three times a week, you're still getting loads of different exercises in and you're getting plenty of time to actually build some muscle and get stronger. So again, it really depends on how experienced you are. But if you are someone listening to this and you're quite new to it, try and keep it for quality training. So make sure you're including the exercises that you need to have in your program and make sure you're actually going for the proper technique um, and always listen to that quality over quantity. It's not about how many exercises you do. It's about how you actually execute them. The next part I want to talk about is how long you should actually rest for. So when you're in the gym, again, it depends on your goal, but people often get the rest really wrong. You'll see somebody being like, right, if I'm going to work out harder here, I need to keep my rest to 30 seconds. They go back into the next set of chest press and they look like they've basically like doubled the weight. They can't lift it. They're, they're fatigued. They're tired. And then they're like, oh my God, like I'm so annoyed because I didn't get good reps on my second set. And I just feel like saying to them, I'm like, well, did you rest? It's like, did you actually take time to, to properly recover your body? And usually like, no. So make sure if you're a beginner, you're getting used to those movements and you are giving yourself the right amount of rest. As somebody new to the gym, you're probably not going to be going too heavy. So you shouldn't need that much longer than 90 seconds to two minutes between your rounds. Um, and that should be adequate for um, getting back into the next set with proper technique. If you're actually further down the line, you, you need sometimes more rest. Because let's say you're doing like uh, over 100 kg on deadlift. You're, you're maxing out and you're lifting heavy. You're going to need a bit more time to recover to prevent injury. And so you're going to maybe more need three or four minutes. So it depends what your goal is. The kind of general rule of thumb is if you're looking to build muscle, roughly about 90 seconds to two minutes is usually enough. If you're looking to build strength, it needs to be a bit longer than that, more like two, two and a half to four minutes time. Um, but yeah, make sure you do time your rest and you actually consider this when you're doing your workouts. It's something I see that goes wrong all the time. Now, one of the final things I want to talk about is how you should kind of end your workout. Now, again, just depends on your goal, but if your goal, let's say, is to build strength, but also build cardio, um, you should take a look at your program and think, right, if I want to build strength, um, but I also want to get a bit fitter, get a bit more cardio, you might want to say, right, my strength workouts come first, then afterwards, I'm going to do a little bit of cardio. An example how to structure this could be, if you're wanting to make sure you've, you've got something simple to follow at the end of your strength workout, it could just be the case of some steady state cardio. So like 20, 30 minutes, get on a bike, go at about kind of 70%, 80% max effort and just get like music in your ears and enjoy it. Whereas if you're really wanting to take it seriously and you want to get some conditioning in, take yourself to the next level. When you're further down the line where you're training, you might want to do some kind of conditioning workout at the end. So you could do circuit training and you could do HIIT training. There's loads of different types. Just basically intervals at the end of your workout. They are hard and they're really, really, you know, taxing on the body, but I love to do them. I like to have like a specific finisher that I go into my workout with. Um, and it really makes me feel like after I've left the gym, I'm completely boosted and feeling amazing. But again, depends on what type of cardio you like. So if you hate the running and the treadmill, don't go need it. Stay as far away from it as possible. Whereas if you, you like to run, get on the treadmill and do it. Choose the type you enjoy and structure it in after your strength if your main goal is strength, and then do it the other way around if you want to get yourself focused on cardio more. Now, finally, I want to talk about stretching. So if you are somebody who really is new to the gym, I would advise doing a little bit of stretching at the end, just a little bit. Um, stretching is something that, you know, you don't have to do after workout, in my opinion. 
um, but it does really help your body naturally cool down as a beginner. Just honestly, like the main muscles you've worked. So if you've done some hamstring activation and work, you might want to stretch them a little bit. If you've done some lower back work, you might want to stretch your back a little bit. Um, and, you know, for me personally, I think mobility is more important, but it is good to often finish your workout with a stretch. And further down the line you get, you might not get sore. You might have to kind of only do a couple of exercises at the end. But yeah, stretching is something you don't need to do, but it's good to do as a beginner. Um, so that's how I think you should structure your workout. Something really basic, really simple for people to follow, and hopefully it all makes sense. If this has helped you, send me a message, and if you're still struggling, send me like any questions you have. Along with this, if there's any type of podcast you want me to film, so anything you want me to cover, please just send me a message on my Instagram or on my Facebook um, and let me know. It's Matthew Douglas Personal Training, so if you want to you know, find out more, just send me a message and let me know. But yeah, hopefully this has helped you understand how to structure your workout a bit more, and hopefully you can take this into your next workout.